This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Good morning. Uh, we are doing the Uddhav Gita. <clears throat> now, in this uh, we had completed till verse thirty-seven in chapter fourteen. So these are definitions given by Sri Krishna to Uddhava. These are very clear words which Uddhava had asked. What is the meaning of these words? Now, when this was happening, the definition given by Sri Krishna is completely different and not the regular one which you had always thought these are the meanings so in that case krishna has a very unique way of defining that the motivation for definition of these kind of words let us say calmness self control patience penance honesty all these words in the material realm that is when you are as a material human being you can only reach your material perfection that means you can become good in the material world earn money fame fortune in the material world but that doesn't give you that doesn't give you anything which is called progress in the spiritual spiritual meanings are totally different so that is the reason why we have to take these meanings which krishna is talking about and apply them for our spiritual development any other meaning that you know about is totally for the material world so let us see what krishna says we are doing uddhav gita chapter 14 verse 38 truthfulness is true agreeable speech which the sages praise purity is non attachment to work and renunciation is giving up of work now i had promised you that i am going to do the last line of the previous verse so that you get a clear understanding so the last line of the previous verse says honesty is looking upon everything with an equal eye now can we see the whole world with an equal eye i don't think it is possible let us think about one very important situation in this world what is currently happening you will find that the scenario in the world today is such that the nation which we were prior to 1950s or 47 it's no longer the same kailash parvat which is supposed to be the abode of shiv shivji and the manasarovar lake were in india they were indian territories it is just some 70 years ago that it got occupied 
Now you must be thinking that it is very important to go to Kailash and you know take a little water from the Manasarovar lake. There is fortification happening in the entire belt over there. Mount Kailash is completely surrounded. The bunks have come up. The Chinese army is over there. Now you think about all these things and tell me. Honestly, do you believe? So like I was saying, it is extremely difficult to see what is happening today where today you will not be able to progress towards Kailash in the same manner as you would have progressed, you know, proceeded to the lake, Manasarovar over there and take an Pradakshana around Kailash. Then what do you do? Can you see everything with an equal eye? Now ask yourself this question. You cannot see anything with an equal eye. Now you will say, my God, this place, now it has been taken over by somebody else. There is no way of claiming that territory. Okay? There are lots of issues happening in this world today. You will say that there is pandemic going on and because of pandemic, there are so many issues which cannot be Going to an office, it is so tough. You can't go to the office. The government says you can't go to the office. You wanted to throw a party for your friends. You can't throw a party. Now see it with an equal eye. And then you will say, how is it possible? It is not possible at all. So now Krishna says, honesty means seeing this whole world with an equal eye. Can you understand the truth in all these sentences? Tibet, part of India. Pakistan was a part of India. All the neighboring regions was a part of India. And it was then broken down and separated into separate countries. <clears throat> Do you accept it? You have no choice, isn't it? You have no choice you cannot say, I cannot accept. So you got to accept it. Now see it with an equal eye. Somebody else is occupying your house and you have to be nice to him. We are the, you know, India's biggest trading partner is China. <laughs> Imagine this. It is a dichotomy which you can't even break it. There you find this whole world is against so many people. The biggest trading partner for United States is China. The, the phones which we are going to make in India, if most of the components are made there. I think we are having a terrible issue in... Uh, Okay, I just, I think we'll have to delete this. Okay, I think we'll, uh, I'll just log off from one uh, 
Facebook, okay, it's not possible to go there. <coughs> so, there is an issue whereas this world is concerned, we cannot do it. Now, I can blame this whole thing on China. Why my Facebook is not working just now? <laughs> Why? Because three times I logged into it. It is not even uploading. It is saying finished. <laughs> so if you look at it, then you will understand that it's not a done thing. You know, how can you do this? But Krishna says, honesty is to look at all these things with a Equal eye. I cannot say that it is wrong. I cannot say that this is right. So you cannot have the rights and the wrongs happening in this world. Everything is equal. Those who are studying with me the Brahmanyana in the chapter called the knowledge of Brahma, I am sure you know everything has to be seen in the same way. Everything is Brahma. Oh, what do you make of it? So you can't have enemies. And you can't have friends also. Do you get this point? So the honesty is a very big question mark. For literally everybody. But if you have to progress in spiritual. Please remember this. Honesty means to see everything with an equal eye. There can be no differentiation between an enemy and a friend, an ignorant person with a knowledgeable person. You cannot say that this person is good and this person is bad. You are not allowed to even make distinctions like that. Because everything in this world happens by the will of God. By the will of God. And if God wants us to have it that way, we got to accept the things around us. And know it is only Maya doing her job. There is nothing actually happening. I hope you understand this word called honesty. So let us move to the next verse where it says, Truthfulness is true and agreeable speech which the sage prays. We are so much used to expletives, bad language, anger and the way we actually express ourselves in this world. Truthfulness. When you say I am truthful, Truthful means a true and an agreeable speech. Not agreeable from your point of view because if you are an egotist person, you will say, hey, the whole world has to agree to what I am saying. No. The person in front of you has to agree with you that what you are saying is the truth. The speech which will make that person conducive if you have a downline, 
in your company who doesn't listen to you truthfulness means to make that person agree on the true matter i hope you understood this you will definitely find a lot of people who may not agree with you in hundreds and different things you know they will say i don't care who you are you are not the right person they will say this kind of things it is your job to make them get to that particular point which is called truthfulness which means true and agreeable speech your talk has to be agreed upon by the other person also if i am having an aggressive talk and i am very aggressive with the person in front of me how can i progress in this world i want you to think about this if you are aggressive with another person and if you want your point of view to be understood and you are pushing very hard and you are using expletives and if you are using a language which is you know on the face of it just because that person is a downline is accepting it but do you think that that person is actually accepting because it is not a true speech it is a false speech for that person think i want you to think this carefully your boss has told you do this why because it is important that tomorrow morning we have to do the presentation you know very well your boss is not going to allow you to do the presentation you know very well that he will take your project and present it as his own you know this don't you now you want to say i want to present i want to do i want to do now think about it do you think your boss is going to agree to it he is bothered about his growth not about yours no boss on this planet earth is actually interested in your growth this is a statement nobody understands every manager every person in this world is self centered to the core they want to grow in their life you may say my boss is good he has given me a, a very good jump in the salary he has given me a promotion it is like this if the lower step there is a very big gap between the lower and the upper step can the person climb no so if he makes this a smaller step then what happens you can climb on top of this person and go higher than that is in that true have you seen dahi handi one person climbs on the back of another person and then he goes to the top and the person who goes to the top he is the more agile one he goes to the top and he cracks the handi and takes the money and takes whatever that is there his name will come do you think the rest of the people who are 100 people who are standing on dahi handi they will be able to take their name no is the same thing you know you are a side actor in a superstar film the superstar is salman khan or some shahrukh khan or somebody like that you are some chota mota actor the the award will go to that fellow he will use you so that he can climb higher 
if he gets you a better salary, he will get a better salary than you. That is the truth, isn't it? So, I hope you understood. Then how can there be agreement between the two of you? So, there is no honesty in this. I hope you understood. There is no truthfulness in this. What is truthful? True and agreeable speech. The words that come from your mouth have to be agreeable to the other person also. And it should be truthful, not fake. Oh, you did a very good job. When the bosses talk like this, you know very well the boss is faking. But you are not interested in accepting it. You know why? Because you are doing that because you want money. You want some kind of a promotion. Recently I heard a story. There are lots of people in the office. An Indian is working in that place. Rest everybody is a foreigner. I mean from that country. This one person created the entire database and the system for that company. The boss, everybody got a promotion. Everybody got a increment in the salary in these pandemic times. This Indian was the only person who never got anything. Okay. So the Indian was very upset. Why am I not getting it? So the boss saw that this Indian is upset. Called this Indian person. Say, come here. You are doing a fantastic job. Your progress is there, guaranteed. We will just see in the next round of, you know, the increments that are going to come. We will, you know, I'm, I will definitely see to it that you will get something. If the whole universe is going down now in pandemic, do you really think the person will give any increment to this person for the next two years? No. Do you think the boss also who is talking like this will remain? No. <laughs> so, this is the problem in our world. People have this idea that they are doing something good. Now, I hope you understand this is a live case and in the live case the Indian is being sidelined. They are dependent on visas, you know. And the person is holding a gun against that person. You do this otherwise. You do this otherwise. And we foolish people are always succumbing to this kind of things. Now let us come to what is called as Truthfulness. What is the true spirit over here? What is the true speech over here? By the way, tell me. What is the agreeable speech? The agreeable speech is why are you going to some other country and wasting the knowledge that you have? The same job that you are doing in that country, you can do it in India and make in whatever foreign currency that you want. But this knowledge is never understood. Because now everybody is sitting at home and doing the job, isn't it? You can sit in India and do the job. The cost of living in India will be much less and you are not going to pay for anything. There you have to pay for rent. There you have to pay for everything. Now agreeable speech is this.
and the truth is you are a foolish person who is going and pandering to foreign bosses and you are not getting anything in your life now think about it what is the agreeable speech over here the person has got ulterior motives my children are studying there education the only thing they will do is appear for the spelling bee okay the rest of the things they are completely a gone case they are third class citizens in other countries go back to your country and make your country proud that is the way and that is the truth by the way the truth has to be understood is it agreeable now you will say uh, i have some ulterior motives no a spiritual person will say the truth the true and agreement has to be from that side which which way it is beneficial to both for that other person and you did you get this point right wrong so when a person is having this truth within them that true knowledge will come out but you have to make it an agreeable speech which means it should not be a threat it should not be an anger it should be a good speech understand the situation and make the right speech the next verse is the word is called purity now when we talk of purity what is the first thing that comes to the mind i have to be pure body mind and inner being isn't it i got to be pure what is krishna saying krishna says purity is non attachment to work isn't it funny purity means no attachment to work you will wonder how can krishna come up with this kind of a definition purity and non attachment to work now let us take impurity first and then take purity now if i consider myself impure what exactly do i mean by that from the material worldly perspective i have not taken a bath okay uh, simple let us start with the simple things i have not taken a bath i am drunk i am not in the right frame of mind i have got too many things going on in my mind when i am talking to this person i am actually cheating this person and when the husband says to the wife i love you i love you actually he is talking about some other woman over there huh i love you he is talking to that person in the mind but he is looking at his wife and saying i love you got the answer according to our job our way of thinking that is impurity when we see water and there is a lot of dirt in it if i go to the ganga river and i see you know 
dead bodies floating in the river or all the ash over there, all the muck over there, all the, you know, effluents being flushed in that. Will I call it pure? No, I will say it's the most impure river of all. Correct? When I go to a shop, the person says, you know, the item which is supposed to be 200 rupees, he says 2000 rupees. Now I want you to think. Is that person true and pure? No, you will say he is impure. He is telling lies. He is not good. Isn't that how you will say? But what is Krishna saying over here? Purity means what? Purity means non-attachment to work. Purity means non-attachment to work. Now let us arrive at this understanding which Krishna is giving us. What is the work that we are doing in this world? Suppose you are doing some kind of a job. Maybe you are a farm laborer. When you are a farm laborer, what do you do? You go and work in the farm. Right? You are doing the you know, planting, husking, you know all those kind of things. Digging the earth over there, putting manure or whatever. You are doing some kind of a farm work over there. At the back of your mind, what are you thinking? I am doing all this job over here. I am just a worker. That fellow who is the owner of this farm is taking all the all the you know grains away from me. I really work very hard in this field. He is taking it. Let us come to the office atmosphere. In the office work, what is happening? You are just a downline. Okay. You might have given the company a fantastic scheme or something which is really, really very good. You have put it in the paper and you have given it. And your boss has taken it as his job and said, I have done it and somebody else has taken the credit and then the super boss over there is not bothered to even acknowledge you in the meeting because he doesn't know. That fellow doesn't know anything. Now think about it. When such a kind of a situation arises, you decide for yourself. Are you satisfied with the job? You will say, yeah, yeah, I am satisfied because I gave something very nice. Even the farmer will say, yes, I did it. If there is a husband and a wife, the husband is working Till 5 a.m. in the morning. Till 5 a.m. in the morning. He works the whole night. The wife has to get up at 5 a.m. Do, do all the, you know, packing of the dabbas and all that. Get the children ready by 6, 6.30. And put them on the bus, the school bus that comes. And send them to school. She is then working in the house. Making her own dabba. Making food for her husband. And our great friend gets up at 11 o'clock in the morning. 
he gets up at 11 o'clock his wife has gone to work the children have gone to school now he starts doing his breakfast at 11:30 in the morning there's breakfast lying over there he's eating his breakfast and then he's having his lunch in the afternoon but he has got a meeting with the boss in uk he's got his down lines in some other country maybe vietnam he's talking to them he's talking to his boss all these kinds of things are happening when all these things are happening by the time his wife comes back from work the children have already come back home and they have gone out to play or they are doing their homework or doing something like that now his office work is starting at 6:30 and 7 o'clock in the evening he starts his office work and his wife just peeps in and says hello good evening did you have your lunch yeah everything fine but this man is busy and he is working till 5 am in the morning the wife comes to sleep at 9 9:30 in the night or 10 o'clock she has to sleep alone the children has been put to sleep you know they have gone to sleep i want you to think about this kind of a life of a person the wife says i am doing all the work at home i am taking care of the children i am cooking i am doing this i am doing that what are you doing you are not even there with the children you don't even care for the family okay even the groceries i have to buy the wife says i have to take care of your parents i have to take care of your children i also have to go out and work i have to work in the kitchen also i am doing everything the husband looks at her but am i not earning money for you only for the family this is the situation in current scenario across the world now i want you to think why is this man doing this he is his justification is he is doing it for the family the wife justification is she is doing more for the family the children are saying father is never available he is too busy in such a scenario who is right and who is wrong every individual is egotist to the core the husband says i am doing the work i am really working very hard do you really think he is doing anything worthwhile when he says i am working for the family i'm sorry if you are working for the family why can you not take a timing which is agreeable to people and why are you doing that kind of a job itself in the first place why can you not do a job which is during the day time so in my ashram also i tell people you know you have to get up at a certain hour you have to sleep at a certain hour you have to regulate your life properly regulating your life is has to be perfect if you have to eat your food in time you have to eat at that particular hour everything has to be done very nicely this whole universe works like that do you think the sun is there in the night 
for this person who is working till 5 am in the morning i don't think the sun is there the, the idea of doing this is called attachment to work i hope you understood this the wife is attached to her work i work for you i work for the children i work for your parents i do this i do this i i i i i you everybody will say she is doing a great sacrifice and now the husband he will say i am doing it for all of you all just like valmiki said that remember valmiki said this to his wife i am killing these people for you so that you can have food on the table is he attached to it is this man who is doing the work till 5 am attached to the work yes he is attached to his work now i want you to think the children who do not get to see their parents they are least bothered about it they are not going to listen to anybody by the way they will grow up into a very nasty children they will be egotist to the core just like their parents the father has never cared the mother is too busy in the kitchen or whatever she is doing and the children are trying to develop themselves by looking at the world outside they are having their you know breakfast and other things in other people's houses their development is also not there because nobody is taking their lessons and even if they are taking they are bloody they are irritated to the core they are saying mummy you don't know what is happening in this world got it for them to buy heart and get a degree and get a post graduation and get even the doctorate is very very easy because my neighbor's child you know my friend he goes to this class he goes to that class so the children are also right from their perspective are they attached to everything yes they are attached to getting good ranks they are attached to their friends and relatives you know whoever is playing with them friends and their school children who are there with them they don't care about their parents but they see we are living in a family i gave you a family scenario which is so common in today's day and age if you are a young man or if you are a young woman ask yourself how much of contribution your own parents have give done for you have they hand held you even when you are doing your graduation no but they still say i paid your fees i did this i did that attachment to the job attachment to whatever they are doing the children are attached to their own work the parents are attached to their own work and that is the way in which what have they lost is called purity is not there in any of them now what does purity mean purity means non attachment non attachment to work 
you have to do the job diligently without expectation from anybody do you get what i'm saying diligence in the job without expectation from anybody don't expect that your boss is going to give you promotion or you are going to get a raise from this place to that place and maybe get a foreign location and all those things are your job is to do your job perfectly without attachment to anything so don't say the words i am doing this for the family think when i am saying these words you are doing it because god has put you in that place your family has not put you in that place do you understand this line god has put you in that place you are replaceable if you don't do the job correctly you are going to get thrown out same thing goes for the family if the husband is not paying attention to his wife he is going to get replaced very soon same thing happens to the children if the parents are not paying attention to the children the children are going to replace them with something else in their world yesterday i saw one you know one child has posted he is not even a child he must be 15 years old or 16 years old he has posted how many games he plays what have the parents done the parents work whole day outside they have bought him a fancy laptop and given and what is the child doing playing games of course my son comes first in class aha uh-huh. but sir 90% of the time he is playing games amongst you there are lots of people who love to play games why because you are not truthful to what you are doing there is so much of attachment to the wrong things please remember what i am saying what is it that makes a person absolutely pure when you do everything in the manner it has to be done without any attachment to it that means don't even have expectation from your father and mother the children should not have expectation that i am doing my classes that is why i can come first in class no your job is to study everything whatever your your curriculum says so not because you have to come first not because you have to get uh, you know admission in some fancy university do your job do your job as a student so that you can be the best with the amount of knowledge with the knowledge not with a degree degrees are not important knowledge is important family life love is important no expectation don't have any expectation love everybody without expectation 
don't expect the other person to love you back. If you say those words, you know, I do everything for you. You are not loving. You are expecting the other person to match you. Word to word, work to work. So when the wife says, I do all the housework, she is telling her husband, you should also be doing the housework. And when the husband is saying these words, I work for all of you till 5 a.m. in the morning, he is telling her, you also should work. But that is called expectation. Whereas both are right from their perspective and both are wrong also. Purity means non-attachment to the work and the duties that you are doing. Even in the ashram, if you are doing certain duty, you should do it in a detached state. When you do your work in a detached state without any expectation or without anything, you know, without any idea that I am going to get this, then you have achieved purity in your world. Right? Contamination of any sort. When we say 23 carat gold or 18 carat gold or 14 carat gold, is it gold? No. It has to be 24 carat, then only it is pure. You agree with me? Likewise, in the work that you are doing, 100% effort in the job without expectation is called purity. It's a difficult lesson. Please remember this. Once if I say this for a few minutes, it's not going to enter your brains. But just take this word. According to Krishna, purity means non-attachment to Work. Now, we are doing the next word. The next word is called renunciation. Renunciation is giving up of work. Renunciation means giving up of work. Every human being does work. Right? The work is like you may be working for some company, you may be working in the house, you may be working in some office, you may be working in some organization, you are doing your work at you know cleaning the streets also if you are a if you are a sweeper, or you may be cleaning vessels in somebody's house, whatever you are doing, you are doing W O R K. Renouncing means what? Giving up of work. So the first thought that will come to your mind is, if I give up my work, where will I get food to eat? Where will I get money? Isn't that the thought which comes to the mind? I want you to think carefully. If I don't do work, who will give me money? Who will give me anything? Doesn't that tell you this? But Krishna says, 
give up work that is called renunciation renunciation doesn't mean wearing orange color clothes people think i am a renunciate and wear orange color clothes people think shaving their head and putting one choti over here okay and staying in some place where they call it an ashram is called renunciation no have you given up work work is connected to money m o n e y work is connected to food f o o d you are dependent on food you are dependent on money you are dependent on shelter roti kapda makan you are dependent on your clothes are these dependencies there and if these dependencies are there you have not renounced anything you haven't renounced anything if you truly have renounced then you will not be bothered about clothes the way you are dressed that is you are not going to be bothered about the food that you are going to get or not get you are not bothered about the money it's coming or not coming you are not even concerned you have given up on work which is directly related to money just imagine work equal to money plus shelter plus clothing plus food well then you tell me now if you have truly renounced in this a true avdhuta true avdhuta is not bothered where his food comes from he doesn't have a penny in his pocket he lives in some place wherever he gets place to stay he doesn't even bother when all these conditions are met that person has renounced and truly he is not doing any work krishna says if you want to reach me if you want to reach me and if you want to reach spiritual perfection this is the word can you do this how many people will be able to do it one two hardly anybody because the first thought will be if i do if i do this where will i get the money from now understand why krishna is saying renunciation means this when you renounce this work then krishna will give you the work who is going to give you the work krishna will give you the work krishna will give you the money krishna will give you the place to stay krishna will give you whatever clothes you want to wear it is krishna who provides for everything when krishna provides for everything why are you bothered about it he is the father he is the mother he is everything he is going to provide for it then he decides what job you have to do or not do 
this is the way how things are to be done. If you truly want to be in spiritual, you have to follow these words exactly to the T. Calmness means steady attachment of the mind to me. Calmness means you have to be only attached to me, number one. Number two, self-control means controlling all sense organs. Fortitude means bearing of the grief. Grief could be of any kind. Grief could be even if somebody gives you a pasting. Somebody gives you a big hammering. <laughs> you are going to be bothered about it. Somebody dies. Could be your closest relative. Could be your own father, mother, husband, wife, whoever or children. Does it matter? So it shouldn't matter. These are the things that you have to be bothered about. Then he says, Fortitude is bearing of the grief. Patience is a perfect control over the palate and self-impulse. Patience means you got to control your tongue and control your impulses, baser instincts. Charity means relinquishing the idea of violence towards being. Any kind of violence, thoughts, words or deeds. Charity means not to get involved in any of the bad thoughts or evil thoughts or destructive thoughts, words or deeds. Got it? Penance means to give up desires. When you give up all the desires, then you are doing penance in this world. Valor means to conquest your own nature. When you conquer your own nature, if your nature is that of an angry bird, you know angry bird, <laughs> and you should be able to control your anger, then I will say that you are the valorous one. If you are used to drinking, womanizing, smoking or whatever other vices that you have. If you can control them, then you are a valorous one. Honesty is to look upon everything with an equal eye. You have to look at the whole world in the same way. Even if they are your enemies or your friends. Because in spirituality there is no enemy, there is no friend and there is no right and there is no wrong. Everything is done by Maya. So if Maya is doing it, it is God's way of doing things. no? So why are you bothered about it? Truthfulness means true and agreeable speech. I have given a very lengthy explanation of that. Truthfulness. You got to be truthful. Purity is non-attachment to work. You should not be attached to any work that you do. If you do the job, then you have to do it diligently without expectation of anything. Then it is called purity. Otherwise, everything is impure. Last is renunciation. Renunciation means giving up of work. Work which pays you. 
work which pays you you are doing work because you want money remember these words you are doing work because you want money you are doing work because you want shelter clothing right you want a family life that is why you are working there is an ulterior motive of doing your work you are working because you got to eat food krishna says why are you bothered about all these things it is my job to provide you with everything where your money is going to come from is none of your business if i want to give you money or if i don't want to give you my any money is my job is my problem not yours sometimes i may not even give you anything so you should not be able to collect money for the job that you have done got the answer so that is what it means when he says renunciation is giving up of work now we have finished this verse 38 but i am going to tell you something which just listen to this verse i am not going to give an explanation but listen to this verse and then you think about it for this coming 6 days the next verse called 39 number verse says religion is the wealth which men may covet religion is the wealth which men may covet what can you covet religion what can you covet religion i the supreme lord am the sacrifice who is the sacrifice i am the sacrifice in everything krishna is the sacrifice in everything that you do when the entire vedas are talking about sacrifice these do this havan do this do that these you know all the sadhus and the yogis they were doing sacrifices what sacrifice were they doing when it is said agni dev vayu and all these you know varun dev in the vedas it is written about all these things what are they talking about we will be doing this when we talk of sacrifice i will give you the understanding what is the meaning of the word sacrifice and why is it krishna which is that i am the sacrifice i am the sacrifice and i am the supreme lord i am not some ordinary god at all i am not some varun dev i am not some you know vayu i am not some brahma vishnu or mahesh i am none of those sacrifice means me krishna says these words then he says imparting of knowledge is religious remuneration if i am imparting any knowledge to you i am getting religious remuneration the my ticks that i am getting in my heavens the positive you know when i am being assessed by krishna upstairs he is looking at my ticks okay this person has done this this person has done this this person has done this so when i impart knowledge to others 
Is my knowledge getting lesser? No. On the contrary, it doubles up. I am going to teach you about that. Then, the highest control, the highest strength is the control of prana. This is not that prana. I will tell you about this prana in the coming week. Now I have given you four more words. Go back and think whether this is the real explanation which is there in any book. All the books that are telling you, including all the Wikipedias and the Google, will give you different words. You know, different explanations for this word. Classical explanation. Krishna's words are not like that. Krishna is very clear. Do you want spiritual emancipation? Do you want to come to me? Then these are the words that you got to follow. So I have just given you the introduction to the next verse. I will do the verse from next time. Next time when we meet. So that will be verse 39. And then I will see you all on the coming Saturday. So take care. Have a great week ahead. And remember what I said. Those four words. Do they really make sense to you or no? Bye. Have a great day.